So today we have uh, the Bruckler Show with, oh, I guess I, I have good news and bad news for you. Uh, on the one hand, the bad news is that we still have Ari David with us today on the Bruckler podcast. But, you know, I think at, at this point, all of you have gotten used to it. So you, I mean, I, I think it's kind of like a, I don't know, it's like that uh, limp that you uh, ultimately have to live with the rest of your life. But that's fine. That's, that's Ari David for you. But the good news is we have the great Courtney Turner as well. We, we enjoyed so much uh, your guest hosting with us uh, last time that we thought, why not a reprieve uh, and a, uh, you know, an encore, as it were. So let's, let's have some fun with that. We are really facing such incredible times, Courtney. I, one of the things that you and I have been speaking about is how uh, the acceleration of the change that's happening by the left. Uh, e- even a year ago, half a year ago, you wouldn't expect so many of the crazy things that are going on right now. The, the discussions that are happening, um, among which are the notion of uh, that we should rezone all suburbia, right? So that everything is going to be multiplexes. Uh, we'll all be living on top of one another. And isn't that the bomb somehow? I, I you know, you would think that with COVID, they would eventually say, no, you know, it's really good to live in suburbia, but that's, I guess not. Um, and, and that you would not have expected half a year ago, right? I mean, there's always been rumblings about it. It's, it's kind of fantasized uh, by the left, you know, for years and years. But now that they're actually starting to talk about how I really don't want, this is Biden speaking, uh, I want to change all the zoning. They think they can actually have a handle on this. Uh, it's kind of scary. So we'll see how that works out. But uh, more to the point, and this kind of leads to the next, next point that we've been talking about, which is, isn't it so that the left always seems to be sucking the, the fun out of everything you can imagine? So I'm going to go through a couple things that just come immediately to mind. Uh, and then no doubt you'll think of some, and maybe Ari will think of some as well, if we even you know, bother to care what he has to think. But anyway... It's the way guys talk to each other. It means we love each other. Courtney's like so surprised. She said, what? what? She's giving me this face like, why are you guys hating on each other like this? I don't get it. <laughs> she is so sweet. She's, anyway. She's thinking, why are you two so bitchy? Are you married? Yeah. And the answer is, <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> well, when you've been together on this podcast for what, about eight years now, maybe more, I, you know, you, you learn to... You, need, you know how to get to each other's buttons, I suppose. Okay, so here, here's some of the things that they've really sucked the life out of. So I'll start with the small and then try to climb a little bit. Uh, those plastic straws with, with the paper straws. What the frig? So now we all have pica. You know, pica is What's where that? you eat things that, you're, that are not, like, edible. Yes. So, you know, like kids who eat paper or glue... Yeah, so all of us have pica now, and nobody seems to be concerned about this That's because the, the straws wilt, so you end up eating paper. And I think this is something that we really should raise as an issue. The left should be way more concerned about this, but nobody seems to be talking about it. Yeah. It, it's yeah, really no, that's a very good point. All right, so here... So paper straws are the new nicotine. I, I, yeah. I, I think that's, that's right. The new nicotine, the paper straws. All right, so that's one thing. Uh, then, again, out of the blue, the Boy Scouts. Right, the Boy Scouts are unacceptable, uh, and we have to get rid of them. And, and sure enough, they well, more or less got rid of them. 
they don't want anybody to have any resourceful skills. You know, this this is the reason why they have to make men toxic also, because, you know, if men were allowed to be men, then they wouldn't rise up and fight all of this insanity that's occurring, which is actually what you're seeing. I mean, we see a lot of women today who are really fighting. And if we weren't, you know, making men emasculated, we would have more men. I mean, both of you are definitely in the fight, but we have... But I think a lot of more men would be. And yeah. I think this is by design. They don't want that. Oh, so. yeah. The, the, the women are getting tougher, but they'll yeah. never be as tough as uh, the, the John Wayne well, t- you know, image. And the men are, are definitely getting more feeble uh, I, and, and more docile. I, I was saying, the, I think they know that. They know that the women are, are no match. And even though, you know, there are women who are rising up trying to engage in this fight, they're, they're doing this intentionally trying to emasculate the men because they know that, I mean, women aren't realistically going to, you know, they're not, there's a reason men are the ones who go to war. They're yes. the one on the front lines, you know. Right. So, like, like the incident I had the other day, no matter how strong or fast I could be, I'm never going to be a match for like 99% of men. Uh, that's a very good point. Well, this is one of the things that they also suck out of life, the fun out of life, they, the notion of romance, uh, yeah, the, yes. that, that romantic tension that you feel, that giddy feeling that you have when you meet uh, that really cute girl and, or, or, you know, in the, in the opposite, you know, the really cute guy. And, you know, isn't that a great feeling? But now you're told that uh, it's all toxic and not only that, but whatever feelings you have, uh, you know, you probably should be more gay. <laughs> right, one way or the other, you should at least explore that idea, you know. And and I don't think that they're interested in that. They they really want to take that away. At the same time, however, they are totally fine with you having as much sex as possible, but just don't as make a romantic sex. sex. <laughs> well, 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 I don't know if it's fun. Yeah, I, you know, why don't you come over here because it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for for us to pick up your sound. No, it's not gonna work that way. It won't work that way. You're married. You can move closer. You can't over here. <laughs> he's just, he really so doesn't want to be with me. I think he's just, he, he, he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I, didn't get, I didn't get him his coffee this morning. Yes. No, I don't sleep with Ari David, okay? He's, he's a good guy, but, you know, he's, he's well, I would, I would say appealing in his own way, but he's really not. God, I have to deal with this. Courtney, I'd rather look at you. Okay. Good. I'm just going to turn my back to Ari this entire time and, and just, just look at the ever, ever lovely, ever lovely uh, Courtney. I don't know what he's doing in the background there. Okay, so let, let's move on, though. Cause, uh, I, I so going back to, to the tension issue, yeah. th- this idea of, of uh, being excited about the other sex and, and wondering what's... But now there's no, there's no distinction among... Yeah. The, between the two genders and, for that matter, among all the genders that they've concocted out of whole cloth. So it means nothing. It's, it's all about orgasm. It's all about just, you know, getting your thrills out and then moving on to the next person. It strips it of meaning. It yeah. doesn't have meaning anymore yeah. because the, the relationship is what makes it meaningful. Right. You know, and that build up to a relationship, that unknown and discovering each other and learning about each other and finding out what could be. Yeah. Well, they suck the life out of that, right? So, And they've also stolen the words. I'm on a mission. I want to reclaim all these words. Gay right. meant happy. You know, the rainbow is actually biblical. And they, they, what else did they take? They took conspiracy theories. They, they keep stealing words. Right. I want to take them back and reclaim they them. Took, they took the color blue. 
Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, from Just remember, Reagan used to be, when Reagan won 49 states, it's because there were 49 blue states. That's right. Right? And one red state, Minnesota. It used to be communism was the color of red, but now they've made conservatism the color of red. And it was so helpful to call them the reds, the pinkos, the commies. Right. Uh, right. Right. It was exactly that. But the, the uh, and you know, that that is, okay, I like that idea of, of stealing the colors. But also the notion that, that well, the pronoun game, of course, right? Yeah. You, they, they've taken the fun out of just talking. Yeah. <laughs> the, the idea, having regular conversation and making you think that uh, you, you should trip over yourself every time you, you, you utter a sentence. Uh, let alone that the way you look at a woman or a man, look, a woman looks at a man. You know that you're supposed to feel guilty about these things. Now you may say, "What are you talking about, Barack? What, you know, wh- where are your examples?" Okay, I'm telling you, as a heterosexual male, uh, my, my uh, you know, Ari being a, a dramatic exception. Yeah, of course. You know, <laughs> I'm heterosexual except for Ari David. No, I, I, I'm. I, Including without limitation, never. I, you do not want to look at Ari David. There's a reason why he's on a podcast. You, did you, you just don't want to be anywhere near him. That I, I think I'm creating a, a public service announcement right now. PSA: Just stay away from Ari. All right. So, uh, oh yeah. So so here's another thing that is um, another example of. Uh, sucking the life out of something, the fun out of everything. And, and Courtney just pointed this out. Uh, the Wall Street Journal article, the first, um, the, the, the title is, are you celebrating July 4th today or is it, or is it going to be your ally day, right? Okay, so if you celebrate the 4th of July, what are you, you're celebrating the birth of America, right? And why would you celebrate the birth of anybody? It's like celebrating the birth of Hitler, right? From, from many people's point of view. And uh, then, of course, the Star Spangled Banner, which is part of, fun, part of the fun as well. Uh, anything American, the idea of streamers. And, and now fireworks, by the way. There's serious talk about banning fireworks. Why, you ask? Well, that's Global just, warming. Well, I think that's Toxic part of it. masculinity. I think, American fun. I mean, the list goes on and on. So. Part of the reason why is that it, uh, it uh, whatever, it, it emanates uh, all sorts of noxious gases and to say nothing of the noise, because that confuses a lot of animals, it disrupts their migration uh, patterns or whatever it is, they just come up with anything that comes right out of their butt, right? This is, and that's the reason why fireworks should be banned. So you'll see this greater and greater movement to, to ban fireworks. Uh, what else? There's, there's a lot of other things as well. But uh, I, I mean, you can almost get to the point where you think of something and you can think about why the left would ban it. Yeah, meat, steak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and and by the way, as you all know, I'm I'm vegan, or at least pesca. Oh, no, really? Pesca vegan. So, but the bottom line is, I would never say let's ban meat. Okay. I mean, I, I think it, it'd be nice to make sure that's cruelty as as cruel less as possible. But banning it, no, sir. No, 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 no. I don't want I don't want the world to go vegan that way. But putting that aside, that's just my food choices. That's it. Um, and uh, the the beach we talked about yeah just a little while ago explain how uh, think think like a lefty Courtney mm-hmm. put on your big that your big lefty hat right now explain to me why we should ban going to the beach go well I mean humans are toxic to any environment 
So certainly we, we litter, you know, our breath because we release carbon dioxide. So, you know, this is really, really dangerous. And if we go into the water, you know, we could disrupt the whole ecosystem inside the ocean. And, you know, those sandcastles, I mean, people could trip over them and birds might mistake them for a tree or something. And they might slam into this uh, sandcastle, right? I'm not a deep thinker. Okay. I know. <laughs> the reason sandcastles must be bad, so you got to think deeper, is because it disrupts the longshore drift of sand along the sandbar deposition exposition flows between the water, sand, wind relationships. The words feng shui mean wind and water, and sand is what gets affected most at the beach by wind and water. All right, so that's a little, that's a little cray-cray. That, yeah, that, that was just cray-cray thinking. I, I think that Courtney was spot on. It's very, it's, I think she's got it right. Uh, the sunscreen, for example, a lot of people wear right. sunscreen. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it'll go right into the water. Yeah, so that- The next thing you know is we're gonna have to scrub sunscreen oil off of the seagulls. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so, so going back to the beach. So, so no doubt we should stop people from going into the water. They can look at it from afar if they like. You know, that's that's acceptable. LCD screen. Right. <laughs> I like that a lot. We'll talk about LCD in a moment too. <laughs> yeah. uh, but okay. So, but also related to the beach. Apparently, and I just learned this that you cannot uh, engage in frisbee throwing on the beach. Uh, and there's a massive fine with it. I almost don't believe what my administrator said the fine was, uh, but it doesn't matter. The fact that it's a fine of, of a substantial magnitude. Uh, what? what? You can't. You can't. You can't throw. You can't throw a frisbee on the beach. You can't throw a ball either. Can I address that one? I play golf on the beach, okay? Because I live on a very wide, usually empty beach. I swear to God, I've only been busted playing golf on the beach once. Get this. It was in winter a couple years ago. The rain was coming down sideways. So to enjoy that Scottish golf experience, I decided to go out and play golf in the wind and the, the rain, like heavy sheets of rain, literally sideways, like a squall. A single cop car is driving down. I'm the only person on the beach. It's more ridiculous than even the social distancing nonsense of wearing a a mask on the beach with no one around you for 300 yards. I'm literally the only person on this beach. The cop sees me, hits a golf ball, comes up to me and warns me that I will be arrested if I take another swing. I, say, I go, why? He goes, it's illegal to hit golf balls on the beach. I go, why? He says, because it's dangerous. You could hit someone. I go, where are any of the people to right. hit? Okay, all right. Okay. No, no, so when... You still got more to say. I, I, I have to deal with this. This is the typical I'm, podcast. I'm, 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 I'm amplifying your point, <laughs> boyfriend. Okay? Oh, my God. I'm not his boyfriend. The only oh, boy now you deny. Oh, my God, he's a denier. It's like the scene. It's, it's ally day, it's like the scene and now in, he's uh, a member of the Access. It's like the scene in Legally Blonde when uh, they, they, oh. the way they trip up the guys to uh, to say, and the name of your boyfriend is, and then he says it, and they, oh, he's not my, he's just a friend. And, that, and the actual boyfriend in the audience says, stands up and says, you bitch, and he runs away very angry. Anyway. Go ahead. Okay. So, so okay. wrap it up, though. Okay, Lance, I'm uh, done now. Okay, good. So that's from uh, Tropic Thunder, I think, right? right? Okay, exactly. good. Lance. I got that reference. Al Pacino and Lance. Yes. Okay, so here's, 
here's the thing. So there, there are other things that you could get rid of. And this is coming to a theater near you, so to speak, yes. right? So speaking about golf, all right? So golf, golf was out. I mean, there's so many... Courtney? It was the first thing they shut down in COVID. Okay. It's the safest thing to get into okay, in okay, 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 hold COVID. Let's let, let's, space. let's let <laughs> right. our, our actual guest chime in on this, and she's far prettier than you, so I'm giving... You know you don't like women that way. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah, well, you know... I, Explain why we should ban golf, please. Well, because it's fun, and so... You know, any fun that can be had absolutely needs to be right. cut off so that, you know, we can only be really angry and militant. This is much better breeding ground for activists. Oh, I like this. But, but, but I also will add that <laughs> golf courses take huge amounts of land. And, and, water. And, and, and water and maintenance, right? Uh, and it's an unnatural use of the land. Gross right? non-native plants. Right, and non-native plants. So that's a good point. To man that and to cultivate it, and that would be jobs for humans. So yes. we can't have that. Well, exactly. you're also going around the main thing, which is golf is a game of honor and dignity, honesty and patience, which are all qualities of white male patronizing uh, colonialism. Well, I, I'll, I'll take it one step further because golf is associated with, you know, the rich, yeah. right, and the powerful and the influential, and it is not equally applied to those who do not have as much wealth, and therefore they're being kept out of the, uh, the true functioning of society, and that's another reason to ban golf. You see, the, you see how, how quickly sure. we got to this? Do we feel that way about Frisbee, too, though? We can. So, so frisbee, <laughs> so children just aren't allowed to play. That that's the idea. Well, I think that's the idea. But frisbee, I think what they're saying is that a frisbee might hit somebody in the head and uh, bother their otherwise it's a uh, frisbee. Uh, We're does, not talking about like a hard baseball. Well, you you want to see the way that Ari throws frisbees. It's a very dangerous sport. Mm. Uh, at the end of the day, it can be whipped around in such a way that it can hurt somebody. But but even so, like you said, it's plastic. How hard can it be? It's not as if you're playing high lie on the beach, right? So uh, anyway, so that's, that's golf at the end of the day. So let's get rid of something else that we would otherwise enjoy. We, we spoke before about TV, all right? Yeah. LCD, L, yeah, is it LCD TVs um, or plasma TVs for that matter. Those should all be banned too, all right? Well, well, uh, Tell me, okay, I'm turning now to Ari. Explain why we should be banning well, LCD TVs. I, I'm actually not gonna joke gonna about, about this one. He's gonna no, demur. I'm, not, I'm gonna talk. Oh, like Camilla. Well, one thing I don't. Like Camilla with Willie Brown. I'm not finished. <laughs> one thing I never have to worry about is whether or not Ari will talk. You know, I do not wake up in the on the days before our podcast and think to myself, "Will Ari actually try to talk a little bit? How, what can I draw out of him to speak?" Yeah, gee, how am I going to fill all this all right. time? Okay. okay, well, it's actually this is factual and this is interesting. Plasma TVs were actually banned a few years ago. Uh, they're a much better quality product than LCDs or OLEDs or any of these other technologies. The way It's actually better for your eyes and all this other stuff. They banned them because of the Energy Star um, regulations that govern electronics and, and energy consumption. They're, they're analogous to cafe standards for car manufacturing, where a car can't be exceed a certain weight or uh, consume more gasoline or fuel or produce more exhaust per units based on these standards. So they actually destroyed an entire industry of quality engineering and quality products, and it got rid of the market choice for people to have um, uh, 
you know, the, the choice of the higher quality TV, and now you're stuck buying the low end ones. It was a few years ago when this happened, I actually went out and bought like six plasma TVs. And in fact, Devin bought one because I told him, but they're actually pretty cheap because you could buy used ones and lower end models of them that were better than any LCD coming out in the future. Um, I even told Barack to buy one at the time. I don't know if he did or not. I think he actually had plasmas. But uh, this is an example of their regulatory state taking away market choices and enjoyment. And in this one, it's tragic because you don't even have to make fun of it. The engineers who make, made plasma TVs, especially for a company called Pioneer that make the very best of them, were so brilliant and the innovations were so interesting and, and had great applications for other things that when they wiped out this industry and they lost all these engineers, it, it pretty much stifled the entire all right. All right. branch of innovation. Let's, let's not make this a, a, a plasma TV episode. I, I, there's, there are a lot of other things that we can talk about in terms of how they're trying to kill it, right? So we talked before about how they want to kill, I mean, cars, of course. That's, that's a, a no-brainer there. The car is the evil enterprise that it is. Um, and we're going to make it so, if we can't ban it outright right now, we're going to impose so, such heavy regulations upon it. Uh, and for that matter, uh, in, increase the price of gasoline to such a such a level that you will not want to drive it. You'll try to see some some form of other transportation. I should say what bothers me so much about all of this, all the banning, is the hypocrisy in it. You know, like with the cars, it's you're not actually saving the planet by getting rid of uh, you know gas cars. Wait, are you are you seriously using the H word? We. Hypocrisy? I mean, you really? Are you going to go there? You are you accusing? Yeah, Courtney, measure your words very carefully now as we speak. Are you accusing the left of hypocrisy? You're right. I I should never attribute hypocrisy or malintent to what could so easily be attributed just pure, plain incompetence. I like this. This is something I learned from uh, Ari. That was an expression that I, that I learned from him. I really like it. Never, never attribute to conspiracy to what, what you can easily, more, more easily attribute to incompetence. Well, that's what it is. Uh, but, but nevertheless, there, you know, Ari spoke many years ago. I mean, for easily for a decade, he's been talking about Agenda Twenty One. Yeah, um, and now talking about Agenda Twenty Five. Yeah. Uh, but the idea being that they really want to change all these things and they'll slowly, you know, change laws to this effect. Um, but, but then, I mean, they, they take the fun out of uh, cars. You know, life is, is fun with cars. You get to mo- mobile around. You get to do all sorts of great things. But they don't want you to have that kind of fun, right? It's, it's, it goes without saying. Likewise well, with suburbia. Oh, go ahead. Control over your own car. So yeah. now, you, and that, this is the whole, this is part of Agenda 2130, the whole transhuman movement. And so now they want cars to be driven by Google and then tracked by Google and everybody else. So there's no, there's no need for you. I mean, why, why would you want to have control over the vehicle that is directing you? Right. And why should you want to go anywhere anyway? Right. I mean, like you can see everybody that you want to see on, on zoom or something like it. You can go visit, uh, you know, granny, you know, through Zoom, you can talk to her. No, no problem. Why would you need anything more than beyond, uh, you know, a couple of hundred feet from your house? Also, also driving a car requires you to engage in a constant set of activities all rooted in common sense for your own survival. Yes. And if you, and if you remove the driver 
from the car process, now you can let people just be that much more irresponsible. The other thing, and I've, I've discovered this a few weeks ago just through thinking about it, is when you electrify cars, you allow someone else to control your access to that fuel source yeah. to the watt. Once I put gasoline in my car, it's mine. Yep. Right? It's but true. the electricity, it, that's why everything is always electrified and we go, well, why? The, Power is generated here from a fossil fuel anyway. Why are they so obsessed with electricity? Well, it's not the environmentalism, it's the control. Okay. And the tracking right. mechanism. And the, tra yeah, the, tra the tracking is a huge part of it. It's, it's, let's, let's let Courtney talk about uh, specifically um, some, other, some other issues. Because uh, you know, we also have airplanes, right? Airplanes, they want to completely control that eventually. There's been talk uh, by AOC. Um, I don't know why you hang around with her, Courtney, all the time. It's, you know, it's, a, it's a strange friendship you've got going on, but it's, it is I what it like is. I like the two of you. I mean, <laughs> hey, I put listen, up with her. But... Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as Seinfeld would say. Okay, so, but, but airplanes, of course, that's an easy one, right? They, 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 they emit huge amounts of uh, carbon throughout the world, and it's, uh, you don't need to really travel that much, especially with Zoom and, uh, you know, like-minded, uh, you know, visual aids. So well, stop. Stop the airplanes. Speaking of fun and airplanes, you used to be able to get, like, a real first-class ticket on a domestic flight. Now it is super, super scarce. Like, I, I don't yeah. see it anywhere. Now, they call it first class, but it's really this, like, comfort plus whatever. Yeah. I mean, different airlines have different names for it. But it's a slightly wider seat. Most of them don't even recline. That's not first class. You pay more for it. But, you know, for someone like me, there, there's nothing fun about that. It means it's just a wider, bigger seat, which has less chance for my feet to hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> It's super Cor Courtney is uh, not, uh, let's see, let's see, heightened, uh, yeah, she's not vertically uh, challenged. Uh, there you go. So, But that's a, such a good point. The, it used to be the whole experience of going up in the air yeah. was filled with wonder. The jet age, the space age, the, you know, this, this amazing way you could go from sea to shining sea in a few hours and experience what it was like that uh, a human um, yearning for thousands of years finally fulfilled. Yes. And now... Flying has been made so unpleasant yeah. through a, a whole litany of reasons that we don't need to, you know, for brevity, illustrate here. But those who have experienced know it's miserable, especially compared to the way it was in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, that all the wonder is gone, that people actually desire not to be on an airplane. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I dread going on an airplane, unless I'm going first class or business class, then I kind of somewhat look forward to it. But, I, but... I but but here, let's let's but let's let's no, talk about. To address I what I said. I, but I also want to focus on why no, it should no, be banned. Would you just let me? <laughs> <laughs> so, can I have to deal with this? Go ahead. This is actually about you know taking the fun away. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a, to tag along with what you're saying about the wonder and. That's, a, that's an element of human nature that is very unique and intrinsic to humanity, is this, uh, this element of the, it's the spirit. It's the, you know, curiosity, the mm -hmm. exploration, the, uh, that, that joy that comes from exploring things. And I think that that is something they really do want to stifle out of us um, because we're much easier to control if we don't have all these little uh, unique proclivities and unique, uh, you know, things that we enjoy and 
want to explore. Yeah, that's the core of wokeism. Yeah. If you look at a Chris Hayes or a Rachel Maddow or anyone on CNN, the smugness, the sardonicness, the way they all say, well, we're in the cool club. See, oh, we've been there away. We've all seen it away. Oh, we know everything. The science is settled. It's a set of attitudes yeah. of the cool kids on the block within major media and corporations, you know, all that control mechanisms yeah. that result in the stamping out of any wonder or discovery anywhere in life. Okay, so, so speaking about kids, uh, we, as, as parents, uh, Ari and I are, are parents to our respective to our seven kids. seven adopted children from Cambodia. <laughs> that's right, yes, yes, that's true. But we're all raising gender. Perhaps you've seen our movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, that's our favorite movie. We're anyway. bisexual. Okay, we are not bisexual. We are not gay. You pay me. Uh, Sex. You buy it. <laughs> All right, this is a fiction. You know, the preceding program was extremely inappropriate. I should not have been listened to by younger <laughs> listeners. Or anyone else. Anyway. <laughs> so, okay, so speaking about kids, uh, think about all the things, and Ari, you can chime in on this as well. Well, as, as, as if I'm worried about him chiming in, right? <laughs> so, anyway, I'll, I'll start off. Uh, the, the playground is a thing that is slowly getting taken away. So recess used to be, when I was little, uh, at least an hour. Uh, we would have a good time. There'd be lunch, maybe 45 minutes, but that's a long time. And it was totally fine. It was a great way for uh, kids to let off steam. And it's a great way for them to divide the day. Now, because of liability concerns, they want to minimize that if, if, if it at all to have it at all. <clears throat> And then there are no swings, right? Uh, what's the, uh, the thing? Slides, that... merry-go-rounds. Merry-go-rounds. That's what I was looking at, that, the little merry-go-round thing. Uh, well, not, not, no, it's not a merry-go-round. The thing where you hold on to, a, 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 there's an iron the bar. The gym, uh, the climbing thing. No, well, you, you, rockets, no, the, no, the thing that you spin around, not, not merry-go-rounds, the, the thing you spin around and the you thing, go. That was literally a merry-go-round. A merry-go-round, as we colloquially know, is technically called a carousel. But those, okay. yeah. those yeah. spinning yeah. ones okay, in fine, the. Fine, fine, whatever. So, merry-go-round. Okay, so sure. this is not going to be the merry-go-round podcast either. <laughs> I'm simply saying that there are a lot of things going on. It's helpful to clarify for people who don't speak English how we're not speaking English. <laughs> you know, I don't think they pay me enough for this. <laughs> oh, do you do that day? So, anyway, no swings, no merry-go-round. Uh, slides are now highly suspect. Uh, and you can't play tag, right? No. No. Uh, and other games like that that might, A, uh, involve some running around that, and somebody might trip and fall. Uh, but any other game that might entail somebody's feelings get hurt. Yeah. I.e. a winner, a loser, yeah. predator and prey. Yes, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Monkey, uh, monkey in the middle. I mean, it, uh, it's, it's, so these things, that they watch out very carefully. Cowboys and Indians, that's a good example. Um, and you, you can't play that. And these are, I mean, it's really sad because you try to tell your kids about these games. Do you want to play Cowboys and Indians? And they give you this blank stare like, what's that? Hold on, I have an even better word for it. First peoples and meat industry professionals. <laughs> As usual, Ari likes to make himself laugh, and that's good. He's done a good job. He's done a good job here. Is it different in Canada, First Nation people? Yeah, First Nation. Uh, okay, so... Statue topplers and mounted police. Okay, so here's another thing that they suck the light of five. Oh, this is a great one. Mm. And this is happening now, which is a cultural appropriation. Oh, 
Oh. Right? So you can't have the fun of wearing, let's say, you, might, you Courtney, might want to wear a kimono because it's right. you know, elegant and lovely. But no, no, no. If you do, you might be accused of cultural but appropriation. you can become transracial. That's not cultural appropriation. Ah, yes, that's you true. Know, that, that is perfectly acceptable. As long as you're the right kind of person. You can become transracial. Yeah. And as long as no you conservative can, can transrace. In fact, black conservatives are white. Well, right. If you they have if, transracism imposed upon them, oh, oh, well, you have to be okay. So here's another thing. And okay? you can only choose the right race to transrace to. Right. Okay. So here's so cultural appropriation. We talked about that, right? So if you dare to, I don't know, want to make a burrito stand. Uh, as a as a white person like me, uh, then by golly, you might be accused of cultural appropriation. I'll, I'll get picket sent, uh, you know, picket lines in front of my building. It's it's weird. I mean, I should be able to to do that and put my own spin on it, or just have the same traditional kind of burrito that that it, uh, you, you typically see. Um, the same thing is true with um, a lot of the games we just talked about, right? Uh, was something else I was going to say about uh, about the food element, but. Anyway, well, every, one thing about the, and, the recess time you're talking about is also, um, and this is probably in your mind, but just to remind you, um, how unsupervised it was versus how supervised and controlled all the activities are now. It used to be, hey, kids, go out there and figure it out, yeah. right? And call us if someone bleeds. Right. Now, and, and then some kid would skin their knee and you'd get first aid and a bandit. Now it's... They're absolutely supervised as if they're in a Chinese prison camp. They might as well be Uyghurs. I think that, I mean, that's really what this is all about. The whole thing is they, ha- they always set the rules. It's just like them stealing the language. They set the rules of what confines we can play in. And first of all, they're not fun at all. The games are no longer fun because there is no exploration. There is no creativity. There is no joy. So, and there's, it's the discovery process that makes game fun, especially with kids. Like, they're masters of improv. But this is exactly what they want to do. They want to set the confines so that everything is agitated, everything is controlled, and as soon as you go outside those lines, they have a, a, a tracking measure, and they know exactly who isn't the compliant one, who they need to re-educate, who is, you know, causing trouble for their agenda. Absolutely. Who needs to be vaccinated, who needs to be on ADHD yep. medication. And also with sport, it used to be you could run out to a park and get seven or eight kids together and start playing baseball, and other kids would join. Totally unsupervised, totally improvised, the way Courtney said, and they just play. Now, if you want to play baseball, it has to be in a league. It has to be controlled. And you have to be, well, you have to choose a sport. You can't play soccer and baseball. It's one or the other because are you going to commit to this league or that? And then I was talking with my wife this morning. Um, Our kid is taking, our kids are taking swim class. Sorry, Barack and I, our children from (laughs) Cambodia, are taking swim classes. I couldn't believe the price of these swim classes. Boy, that's true. Okay? And... The cost of camp, the cost of private school, the cost. Yeah, but that's uh, different. So, so everything about childhood that used to be fun and innocent is now as expensive as Louis Vuitton or okay. Chanel. Wanna, so, 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 it, it, what you're, what, great point. Wait a minute, you're cutting hold, off a woman. Hold on, hold on. The point is, the point is, uh, what Ari is saying here is that things cannot be as organic and carefree as they used to be, and everything now has to be planned ahead of time and structured, and and the, for the same reason that we we're talking about. And I, I think that a huge part of this is, so 
when children do things organically, they're, they're learning. They're sponges. So they're learning all these lessons that will serve them you know, in the future. The more sheltered they become, the less equipped they are. And I, I, I think that's actually part of the design. They don't want people to, have, to be resourceful. They don't want them to be self-sufficient because then they become more dependent. Right. And what better way to do this than to do this with the children in particular? But they're doing it with everybody. All right, so let's, I just want to talk about some other areas as well that are happening and ultimately will happen as well because there's so many things that are, are actually happening as we speak that we don't even have to imagine it. Uh, one of them, I'll give it three. Okay, I don't want to drill down on all of them, but uh, three of them. First of all, as you recall, they want to get rid of the, flor- not the fluorescent, the incandescent bulbs, right? Mm-hmm. They want to get rid of that. Which are the best for the eyes, by the way. They, they really are. And uh, they because they, some, yeah, they, they somehow want to make you blind. Exactly. They're the equivalent of paper straws uh, versus you know, the, 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 the plastic straws, which are, are much better. Uh, then the next one, uh, toy guns and pretend guns for boys, especially because that's what we gravitate to, and the idea of playing uh, guns, you know, cops and robbers or whatever it might be, and 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 using your index finger and your thumb as as a pretend gun, that's out the window too. Well, uh, they, they, again, they take the, the, the fun out of things. App, it's not just fun because fun is part of, I, I know I keep saying this, but fun is really about the, it's the creative process of exploration and that it is the learning process and it's the self-discovery and, you know, discovery of the world around you. And they, when you take that away, people aren't, it, when you look at like the guns, it, literally, they don't want people to know how to use guns because you know, if people could defend themselves, they're a lot less easy to control. Right. Yeah, we don't want to, we don't want you to even think about guns in a fun way because you might entertain the idea that, you know, go out on the shooting range and such. We want you to think of it as so toxic that you won't even think about it in your head, mm-hmm. right? So anyway, that's, that's another example. Another big honking fun thing that they've taken away is Christmas, oh, right? Yeah. It's I no longer about this yeah. ten years ago. It's no longer Merry Christmas. It's Happy Holidays at best. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, any church iconography like uh, a cross, for example, at a public uh, public park, or uh, any notion of Christianity, yeah, or uh, any any crashes, reference to God, crashes. Uh, yeah. What are those called? Uh, uh, nativity scenes. Nativity scenes. Yeah. yeah, they have to either be balanced with a satanic image or yeah. atheism, like they did in Santa Monica, which caused the churches there to get rid of those nativity scenes twenty years ago. They had been up for seventy or eighty years. Yeah, I, I literally wrote exactly about this yeah. ten years yeah. ago. So, and all the lights that you would otherwise have uh, in your neighborhood or some other neighborhood nearby, let's say, you know, those are those are not happening as often as they used to. Yeah. You know, um, and it's, it's hold on, yeah. it's taking the fun out of these things. And and this ultimately brings what I think is the ultimate fun killer, which is the taking out of God from civilization. That, that is the one thing you've noticed, that, that when you take God out of civilization, all those things that we've just been talking about, they all seem to somehow disappear, right? The, the notion of suburbia, the, the idea of that you can advance and get it into a nicer house. Well, that's offensive to the to the uh, non-believer and to the socialist, uh, the notion of, of taking your car and driving whatever you please. Well, that's, that's offensive, again, to the Agenda 21st uh, crowd uh, and, of course, to the global warming crowd. 
Um, and the Merry Christmas thing, of course, ultimately, right? That's offensive to anybody who, who deems himself not to be a Christian and doesn't want to be bothered by it, as if somehow we're encouraged, what's the word, incursion? Incurring into his, into his life and trying to take it over and, and forcing Christianity down his throat. You know what's interesting about the point you just made? Sin is fun. It is. Okay, that's why we're discouraged from overindulgences of sinful behavior. When you eliminate God, you literally eliminate sin and you eliminate the fun of sin because, and then evil behaviors, which we consider sinful and excessive, are normalized. Well, okay, so let me, let me clarify that a little bit because I think you're, we're going to say I'm the same thing. I'm not advocating for sin. I, I, like okay, so, so let me clear, clarify because this kind of brings up the whole point, which is on the one hand, they want to have their sin, and, I, and I, in that sense, I really mean sin, yeah. like to minimize the notion of adultery. That's no big deal. Uh, drugs, no big deal. I mean, we see. Well, let's let's well, you would, let, 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 let me let me oh, all right. genocide. You know, that, all right, all right, all right. Stop. Let me finish this. She agrees. I, th- th- so therefore, I should just continue <laughs> yeah, to let you let deal. you filibuster. Mm-hmm. Let look. Uh, let me get back to what I was saying. So the point is that uh, they are they want to have their sin, and that means that the adultery thing, the drug thing. Uh, of course, the sex thing, yeah, uh, you know, through, yeah. everything should be normalized. Um, and they're now opening up uh, the, the notion of pedophilia as, as, yes, something that we don't want, but do we really want to criminalize it uh, the way we have? It's just an orientation. Yeah. So uh, that that is cool. And then, of course, the whole transgenderism thing, uh, the, the, the notion that we should open up all that and encourage uh, all sorts of sexual behavior that is beyond normative in every way possible. And then, of course, the teaching of that in the schools, while at the same time cr- demonizing the fun that we do have, that we, that we should be having, which is driving cars, uh, playing tag, uh, taking nice airplanes, houses. nice houses in suburbia and otherwise, and uh, other, otherwise enjoying our, our wealth and seeking wealth. Uh, and, and hanging out with our friends and barbecues and what have you. So, Well, if you notice all the things that they demonize are fun and, you know, not necessarily sinful, but they're, they're a little bit, you know, maybe we'll use the word maybe naughty, you know, but those are human joys. Yeah. Uh, all the things that they're glorifying lead towards really... I, I hate, I don't know what other word to use, but really a transhuman. It's not human. Yeah. You know, human nature, not to say that humans don't have, uh, you know, sin within them or that they never sin, but human beings are not uh, wired to want to live in a world that is only sin or only, you know, extreme deadly sin, the seven deadly sin. That's, that's not a functional world for anybody. You know, a better world is a world where there is morality and within that morality, like, if you didn't have that foundation, then tempting fate and, you know, f- figuring out where those boundaries were, that wouldn't be fun. Yeah. If it was right. always already. chaos and destruction, you know, and that's already there, then what's the fun of having, of throwing a frisbee or, you know, going out late and, you know, getting drunk one night? Right. Or, seeing, or seeing an R-rated movie with a right. couple boobies and a couple F-bombs. Right. Exactly. You know? And, they, and, they, and want, they want to take away all that. The okay. profoundness of what Courtney just said, though, goes all the way to the Nazi genocide. Because what did the Nazis actually do to the Jews in the dehumanization yeah. of them? That is the ultimate form of transhumanism, yep. of turning a human being of a certain class into a into cockroach, a cockroach yeah, right, yeah. that needs to be eradicated. 
That, so it's okay. a profound word you're using when you say transhumanism that when most people hear it, they imagine, oh, biological implants yeah. or some data chip or something. Well, I certainly agree Which with that. Is, and what I would like to add to that is that it's really a, a taking away, and it's very consistent with what you just said, Courtney. Uh, it's, it's taking away our humanity. Yeah. The, our humanity is unique, uh, especially when you compare it to animals. Yeah. Uh, but they don't like humanity. At the end of the day, they don't like what makes us human. They want us to be more like the animals. They see it. Like we're more like we're animals. The way we we deal, and I don't want to drill down on this, but the way we deal with procreation, the notion that a child should have both a mother and a father, where, and they say yeah, that father is kind of useless. Uh, mothers are are totally fine uh, raising kids on their own as long uh, as they have a career. <laughs> as long as they have a career, that's right. Uh, so easy. No, but even if they don't have a career, if, if they're on welfare, it's fi it's fine too. So octomom, right? So right. Uh, the point is that you have these people that say that it's okay to, to do that. But where else in the, um, in the world among animals uh, do we see this where uh, the fathers uh, basically impregnate the, the female and then they check out, you don't, never see them again. Okay, yeah, that's right, every animal, <laughs> right? Only humans have this notion that we're gonna hang around, take care of the kids uh, together, and uh, maybe penguins have a little bit of uh, something yeah, like that. lions, pigeons, and like three or four others. Not know, even lions, no, 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 male lions do not hang around their cubs. Uh, they may be leaders of their pack, yes, but no, they, they don't hang... them from other lines. Yes, that, that's another thing. But raising them and teaching them good and bad and all that stuff, that, that, that's, that's part of our, our humanity. Except in the Lion King. And, but they don't... Yeah, exactly right. Uh, but you have this uh, taking away of what makes us human, yeah. right? All the things that we've been talking about in some way makes us more human. The, the notion of exploring, right, with a car and an airplane. The notion of improving our lives with plastic straws, right? Enjoying our lives with, by going to the beach and enjoying recess uh, and, and experiencing God in our own way, such as Merry Christmas and so forth. These are the things that they want to take away from us. They, they want us to be, and it's hard to conclude otherwise, they want us to be more like the animals. Right, very sophisticated animals, perhaps, but I think their long run, they'd rather just us be like drones, like the like the drones we see in uh, uh, or whatever they call it in Star Wars. I think they're called drones. You mean the clones? The cl no, no, no. The well, clones and and oh, the drones. The droids. The droids. That's what I meant. Yeah. So they want us to be like that. World is the model. Yeah. So we just for. we just get programmed to to think a certain way, and that's what you, you're supposed to do. And you know, we're all seeing this. All three of us are seeing this. Uh, in what is happening in the messaging that's being put out by the Democrat Party, they're saying this is what you are to think. Okay, this is the way you are supposed to talk yeah, well, about this. Well, let's not just blame the Democrats, by the globalist the global elites yep. the me and the media they serve. I used to believe, a very quick point, that the, the media served the Democrats. No. I now understand it's the opposite. Yes, of course. The Democrats serve yeah. the media corporations. Okay, yeah. so, so... And they're owned and they by have the globalist. globalist plans yeah. for us of but I, these transhumanist Absolutely. Ilk. Bertrand Russell talked about it 100 years ago, the yeah. transhuman agenda. It is a big agenda, but it's one that takes God out of it. And whenever, here we are, you know, you take God away from the equation of civilization, you are going to get this. And they want us to be more and more robotic, uh, to serve the, the, the needs of the elite few who decide what is right and what is wrong. They've become the gods, and they're the new gods, as it were. And that is exactly what they want. They yeah. do want to be the gods. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, this is, uh, has been a fantastic and very lively debate, uh, not even debate, just a discussion. I, I so thank you, Courtner, for, for your participation and your involvement. As always, uh, you. You, you enlighten and uh, bring out incredible insight that, uh, that Ari certainly doesn't. No, I'm kidding around. Ari brings a lot of insight, too. His feelings get very hurt, so I have to always think about this. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he's smiling, at least. I'm telling you, he's smiling. All right, I'm folks. smiling. I think it's funny. Okay. It's, it's why I'm here. No, no. Humor is also something that needs to be canceled. Yeah, right? It absolutely so absolutely. that's another thing. Oh, that real fast. I was oh, grabbing. Okay. I was grabbing one, one thing. Oh, wait, wait. Real fast. Real fast. All right. The lack of Our, sense of humor is so endemic in the modern kid. It's it just is. unbelievable. Real fast is like what? Modern culture. Real fast is what? what Ronald Reagan said about uh, nothing being so permanent as a temporary government program. Okay, yes. not so fast, <laughs> but, but we love him anyway. Listen, folks, thanks very much for listening today. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. This is Bruckler signing off and saying God bless, and we will talk with you next week. 